subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Garrett is here. I'm here. My name is Matt, by the way, for those of you who don't know. I'm Garrett. And that's Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. So that guy. I'm pointing at him. You guys can't tell. We are going to put this on video at some point. We just haven't figured out our strategy for distribution yet. So stay tuned on that one. We got a great topic today, Garrett. Something that's very relevant to what is going on in a lot of people's business and very common for summertime. I'll say buyers mostly, but this also works on the seller side too. But this is a common time where some sometimes this comes up. And so this is going to be really helpful for those of you who are have these maybe what we would call fence sitters or hot and confused people. And we just don't understand why they're not committing to making something happen. But before we dive into that, first of all, tomorrow is Independence Day. So happy 4th of July to everybody. Well, in the United States, I know that we're very international. And so for all y'all in Canada and everywhere else, well, happy 4th of July to us here in the United States. Happy 4th of July. I'm, I'm uh, Matt. I'm happy that uh, we're taking a second to acknowledge this because, uh, again, I am grateful for where we live and who we are as America. And uh, again, very appreciative for everything that we have and what we're able to do in this world. So me too, man. You know, I'll say this and and I know everybody should be supportive of their their home country. And I know everybody who listens here who's not in America is supportive of their home country. And Americans, we are supportive as well. And think about how cool it is that we were able to be here and be in a profession like real estate and help people. I mean, home ownership has often been tied to the quote American dream. And there's a big long road you could go down on, you know, what that is and all that stuff. But it's so cool that we get to be in an industry that is part of that journey, like home ownership in America. It's something that a lot of people strive for. And so it's really fun to be able to work in it. So happy birthday, America, and uh, happy Independence Day. Hope you guys have fun tomorrow, barbecuing, watching fireworks, and doing all the fun stuff that you get to do on 4th of July, which is a fun thing. In Northern California, we actually have rain leading into the 4th of July uh, time right now. So it's like, so you might be able to see some fireworks. We actually might be able to have like an actual 4th of July display. We'll see. Usually you do it and you get you get hunted down by the police. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing. The benefit of living in the low country is it's very wet. Here. You guys so, blow stuff up. Yeah. You guys go big. Yeah, yeah we go big and uh, we're going to have a fun one in our neighborhood too, which is going to be great. So I'm looking forward to that. I love it. I'll post pictures, obviously, of all those fireworks. It'll be fun. So just rub it in, Matt. Thanks. Well, outside of eating hot dogs and hamburgers and drinking whatever beverages of your choice, we have some real estate to focus on. Yeah. Right. And um, we'll do the whole links and everything at the outro since we spent some time acknowledging the 4th of July here at the beginning. So in between your hot dogs and drinks, listening to people's pain or pleasure, Garrett, and looking at your hot lists and warm lists and where are all our clients are at. The biggest question that we have is, do you have all the ingredients for a buyer or seller? And oftentimes we just go, oh, we have somebody who raised their hand and said, I want to buy or sell. And sometimes that goes great. But oftentimes we don't take a look under the hood of what those ingredients are. And these aren't necessarily things that we're asking in the buyer or seller process. So what are those ingredients? 
Well, I think this is an interesting piece, Matt, because as you said, we have a lot of people that we're working with right now, a lot of coaching clients, a lot of our coaches are coming to us that we, we meet as coaches every pretty much every week. I meet with them one-on-one or we meet as a big group. And we talk about like, what are we seeing out there? What's working? What's not? And one of the things that keeps coming around is people that have a large group of people, clients, potential clients that like are like, oh, they're kind of holding right now. Oh, they're not really making decisions right now. Oh, it's kind of frustrating because I I have all these people, but nobody's making any moves at the moment. And Matt, we've talked about it before. It's like, are you one hanging out with the right people? You might have a whole bunch of people that you know say they want to buy or sell, but they're never going to be buyers or sellers. The dream. Uh, but more often than not, what I'm finding right now is confusion. And we have people out here that they truly, truly want to buy or sell. But they don't, as you talked about, don't have the ingredients. They don't have all the right pieces to be able to make that decision. And anytime you're missing an ingredient in the process of buying or selling, the only answer is we can't move forward. We're, we're stuck. So um, I'll use my analogy that I've been kind of playing with here, and then we can kind of take this down some different routes. You're Matt, if I had you over to my house and you said, hey, Garrett, uh, do you want to bake a cake? Be like, man, eh, sure. Like, let's make a cake. That'd be fun. Now, you could then say, okay, we need to round up the ingredients. So I need you to go get some ingredients for me. Uh, we've both decided that we want to bake a cake together. But now let's go, let's see what we got. Let's see what we got in your house. Uh, go grab some eggs. So I go run and grab some eggs. Go grab some flour. So I go run and grab some flour. Okay, how about vanilla? Yep, we got vanilla right here. Sugar. Let me go into the pantry and find Matt, I don't have any sugar. We're out of sugar. All right. Oh, that's okay. We can still make a cake without sugar, right? Yeah, but they, but they were kind of in this like, you know, do do we bother making a cake? I mean, like, maybe we should hold off on it right now. I don't know. Like, what should we do if we want to make a cake? Do we have anything that substitutes for sugar? I mean, maybe we can find something to make this kind of come together. How badly do we really want a cake, man? That that's the real <laughs> question that it comes down to. Like, do we really need a cake? And this is where. We need to start having these conversations with our clients of where are they right now? How badly do they really want this? And do we have all the ingredients to make it come together? Because at some point, you're either going to find, Matt, you're going to say to me, hey, you know what? We obviously don't want a cake bad bad enough. Put all this stuff back on the shelf. We'll be done. The other side of it is you might go, hey, Garrett, I can tell by having a conversation with you, you really do want a cake. It's important for you to have a cake. It's Sarah's birthday, and we're going to make sure we have a cake for that birthday. Are you willing to drive to the store? The store is 30 minutes away. This is questions you're asking me, and I might say, yeah, I am willing to drive to the store. I'm actually so willing to have a cake for Sarah. I'm willing to drive to the next store after that if that first store doesn't have sugar. That's an hour away. Great. You go to the store, let's meet back here. So now we come back, we pull all the ingredients back out on the table again. And now we got them all sitting there and we're like, okay, should we bake a cake now? Let's do this thing. Let's make this happen. Usually we're missing an ingredient in here somewhere. And we as realtors, instead of asking more questions, instead of trying to figure out what what is the missing piece, we're just sitting back and going, okay, do they want to sell now? Do they want to buy now? No, they're telling me they want to, but they're not acting like it. And it's frustrating. It's driving me crazy. Like, okay, how about now? Are they like, and they just keep checking in on their warm list and their hot list instead of like sitting there and saying, okay, I'm going to take that person on the hot list, Matt, and we need to go sit down and have lunch. 
We need to sit down and start breaking down all the pieces and all the ingredients. And there's a specific pattern we use in Ninja to figure this out. But we need to start breaking down all these ingredients because nine times out of 10, Matt, all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, we're missing sugar. <laughs> I didn't realize you didn't realize we were missing sugar. I didn't realize it either. Like, let's go figure it out. Like, you guys obviously want to move. This is really important to you. Let's go get the ingredient. And that's where I'm watching people put together a ton of business right now. I just got the phone with my friend, Paul, and he's like, I am having the best real estate year I have ever had, hands down, right now. And I, he is a master of figuring out what are the client's ingredients. He's also a master of saying, you guys shouldn't be baking a cake right now. Like, I hear that you want a cake. Don't, don't, don't bake a cake right now. Here's all the reasons why it's not a good idea for you to bake a cake. And they're like, oh my gosh, Paul, you're right. Let's not sell our house. Let's keep our house and let's do something different. He's a master at putting their needs first, figuring out where they want to go. And this is all part of figuring out all these pieces of the ingredients. So Matt, I'll let you speak. I'm sorry that I've been on a on a roll. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm impressed with your knowledge of baking cakes. Mm. <laughs> Although we just got three ingredients so far. There's more ingredients. I left them out. I'm uh, sorry. Well, you know, that was great. And I think it highlights. And so people will say, well, okay, well, what are those ingredients when it comes to real estate? And, and how am I supposed to uncover that? And some of the primary ingredients, and this is covered through the processes, but sometimes we don't go deep enough to really understand who, what, where, when, why, and how, right? And first off, just right there with who, which is probably the easiest one to explain, a lot of times people say, oh yeah, I met with the husband, I met with the wife, I met with you know this party, and we had the conversation, and so we're off and running. It's like, did you talk to the other party, the other decision maker? Oh no, but they said we're all good to go. It's like, okay, great. And that's when you get and you're like, oh, but I, we're showing tons of homes, but they're saying it's nothing's right. But I'm looking at all this stuff. It's like the who. This commonly happens when you have unmarried couples purchasing real estate together, right? It's like we do not that we're there to make sure that their relationships are solid, but we just want to make sure they're both on board with this process because I've more than once had clients work with people where they realized this is not forever for one of them and they don't want to buy a house with that other person. Yeah. And they'd be okay with buying a house themselves and having that person live with them. That's cool. Like they, they're willing to test that path. These are the things that are the ingredients, right? Who? I know we say we love each other, but I only want you to be my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> rent, rent will be 600 a month. It's like, you know, I don't know if I'm ready. This is, I mean... And in those scenarios, well, actually, diamonds are a bit cheaper than homes right now. So maybe maybe let's start start with yeah, that. Yeah, you might be better. But let, Matt, let's go one step deeper with who, because what I find with a lot of real realtors when they're working with their clients is there's the face value of who's on contract, but then there's the other side of like, who benefits from this property? Are they getting money from mom and dad, right? Money from mom and dad, but also like if they have a baby that they're coming in, like bringing in. Mm -hmm. So we got a brand new child coming in. That child's going to benefit from this new house. They get their own bedroom, their own little nursery that they're going to set up. Who else benefits from this house? Well, 
Grandma, who lives up north, has told us she's going to come down every weekend and stay with us and help us out. Okay, so by buying this new house, Grandma actually benefits from this also. So she's on the who. We like to entertain our friends. We have parties every quarter. It's like, oh, well, tell me about that who. Like, who else do we have to make sure that this home is appropriate for? All this builds energy because as you're working with them, it's not just like, oh, yay, new baby. We're going to find this house. So you guys are like doing this. It is now going. So tell me, like, how often is grandma going to come down? What is she going to be helping you guys with? Like, you get to start building this big, beautifully colored picture of what this next stage is going to look like. By grandma coming down, that now allows us to go and travel a little bit and to live this type of life that we have had before having children that we're hoping we're hoping that that's going to continue to happen the way that it did before. It won't, by the way. That's just parents speaking. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's me being realistic for a second. Oh, great word. Danger. I know. I had to throw it in, Matt, just to see your face. <laughs> So, but I think that's when you're looking at the who, we need to go deeper with it than just who are the buying parties. Um, and there's everybody who's going to be benefiting from this home. And I love that you brought in entertaining because you might be the type of person like my friend that has the four car garage that has one car in it with a bar and a whole bunch of other stuff going on. And that house is a huge, it's a big screen TV in the garage. It's an entertainment party pad. That sounds awesome. Oh, yes. I haven't been to it personally. I can't wait to go. I just heard stories about it. But that would fall into the who of buying this property. Well, and so and these are the things that there are certain things that we're going to discover as a matter of process. Who are the decision makers? And, and sometimes once you get into the pieces of paper exercise and we start to understand why for the what's, we get some more clarity. But there's also more what's and why's than will be listed out on the preferences for home and neighborhood and things like this. Now, I'm not saying that you need to interrogate your people all the time and be like, we need to really dive deep and you shining the light and be like, Garrett, tell me really, why are we buying this house? Not good enough. I need something better. <laughs> but this is the customer service call, right? This is why we ask forward questions and build relationships with our customers, why we do the customer service calls. This is the questions that we ask when we are doing showings and things like this to better understand these things. And then when you get to those standstills, as you had said, you know, when you're using the cake analogy, Garrett, is that's when we got to go out and have a coffee or have lunch and sit down and say, hey, let's talk about this so that we could better understand what's going on here. And because sometimes it could just be the how. It's like we've just decided like we, we you know, the how process, which involves parent money and all this stuff, like we don't we don't really want to do that or we're still we're confused. We don't under really understand what it means with these interest rates and all this stuff. We There's confusion there because sometimes as realtors, we'll just be like, well, here's the market data. Like, what, what are you what are you confused about? Like, this is the way it is. This is just the way it is. And And sometimes people aren't raising their hands and saying a little bit more that can help us find the answers to these questions that all of a sudden it's like, whoa. Now we understand. Well, so along these lines, like we'll hear we'll hear people that we coach, Matt, say things like, like, yeah, I know all the answers to these questions and we're going to continue to go down to this. But yeah, I know all the answers to this. I'm good. I don't need to spend time in this. And it's like, no, 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 no. What you're doing is what I talked about a little bit ago where Matt came to my house and said, go get the eggs, put them on the counter, go get the flour, put them on the counter. 
Because what happens is you go down through the who, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Sarah and I were buying a house. But let's let's go get the eggs and put them on the counter means like, tell me who's going to benefit from this property you're buying. Oh, now I'm having to go get the kids, my mom, like all these people and bring them in. I'm not actively bring them in to have them sit at the table with us, but we're having to put it all on the table in front of us and go, ooh, I can see all the ingredients right here in front of me when it comes to the who. Now let's go to the when. And all of a sudden I have to go and figure that out. When do we need to sell? When do we need to have this wrapped up by? When would we like to have this? When do the kids start school and we need to have them in a certain address? It's one thing to talk about like, ooh, we're going to sell or we're going to buy. But at the end of the day, it's like, is there an optimum time that if we can do this would work best for all these parties and all these things? Well, it would really be best if we can get it done before the kids go back to school. Ah, perfect. Okay, let's put that down. And all of a sudden, we're taking the ingredient, we're putting it on the table, and we're having this conversation. So you say don't interrogate, but here's my thing. If somebody tells me that they want to buy or sell, I'm not going to interrogate them, but I need to say, I have a process that's going to help you guys get to where you want to go and get the results that you want to get. Are you willing to spend some time with me? I have some questions I want to ask you. When, and this is the upfront process. You know, a, a lot of times we don't detail it, right? We just, okay, got this information. I wrote down names and contact information, got the who covered, pieces of paper. That's good enough for the what's and why's, which a lot of times it, it could be depending on how you converse through that process, right? I mean, you mentioned the when as an example. That's one of those things that I wouldn't, that's not a thing that you wait for. You don't wait for confusion to figure out the when uh, because when somebody says, well, we don't need to sell or it's not urgent, that's a big red flag to me of like, okay, well then what's this journey that we're about to go on? And let's now have a conversation about clarifying what that's going to look like. And sometimes it is going to be a gray when but we have to be very, very clear with the clients about what we're trying to accomplish so that when you're two, three months on the market and the house isn't sold, they're not saying, well, Garrett, what the heck are you doing to help me get this house sold? Well, you said you didn't need to sell right away. What you can do with the when is sit back and say, okay, obviously you guys don't need to sell. Obviously you don't need to buy. I get it. If you could wave a magic wand, what would be the optimum time that this would work out? Like we're just playing pretend now. And all of a sudden, I almost will promise you this will work this way. They're going to be like, well, you know, if we waved a magic wand and everything was perfect, we would be into that house before summer. Oh, all right. Listen, I mean, you can tell too. It's the words coming out of their mouth. You need to get the words just to leave their mouth. You do. And and I, I mean, I've seen a missed when, I mean... I wasn't involved in this process. This wasn't a client of mine, but I saw a family lose $20,000 or maybe even more than that on their deposit on a brand new home that they really wanted to move to because I'm pretty sure they messed up the when when they went on the market, right? They messed up the when conversation of like, oh, it was just the realtor waiting for them to say, just let me know when you want to get the house on so we can line it up with your new construction closing. And they waited too long. They missed the opportunity. They were unwilling to do some price adjustments and they're still in their house and they lost the other house. And it's a shame. This isn't you telling a story about yourself, right? Oh, no, I'm in my house. Oh, I didn't know maybe if you're like reliving like a... Okay, sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, this isn't me. Didn't mean to put you on the spot, man. Uh, no, it's not one of those things where I'm like, I'm asking for a friend, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. 
No, that's not just checking. I was making sure there. Okay, so like what? Okay, so this goes like a lot of this, as you were saying, when you're going through like the buyer's process and doing the two pieces of paper, a lot of this stuff can come out during that time. Like if you want to actively engage the two pieces of paper, part of the 10-step buyer's process, you can learn a lot of this stuff through this time. And again, I'm going to say it loud and clear, Matt, this is about getting it to come out of their mouth if you're asking the right questions. Well, and that's why we have them write this down. The what is very, I, this is one of those ones where we have the opportunity to not mess this up. However, this is also something that can change. So we have to be aware of it. And this is why customer service calls are important. But yes, the pieces of paper exercise on the buyer side, very important to sit down and take the time to do it as prescribed because it's literally designed to get the clients to say it in their own words. Yep. Oh, fireplace. Tell me about that. Why is a fireplace important to you? Well, I remember waking up on Christmas morning and walking down and seeing the stockings there and all this stuff. And like, that's a memory that I want to have for my kids. Okay. So it's not the fireplace. It's family memories. That's really important. Or it may just be there's nothing more cozy in the morning than waking up in the morning and coming down and starting a little fire in the fireplace and sitting by the fire and having my tea. Yeah, I get it. And that allows you to lead into conversations about, okay, well, let's talk about that, depending on where you are. If you're in the you know northern part of the country, probably most houses have fireplaces, right? Down here in the low country, eh, it's hit or miss. You never know. Our house currently does not have a fireplace, which is kind of bumming me out a little bit. But it wasn't one of those things that we could not live without. I'm going to get you an electric fireplace for your... Oh, yeah. No, there's there's lots of... It's not quite the same. I, I live with an interior designer. There's lots of grand ideas that... <laughs> <laughs> so the what's though, Garrett, you get that on the front side with buyers on the seller side though, the what is a little bit different. What usually is, well, what do you want? Oh, I want money, right? I want this closing timeline. I want this. And this is where sometimes we can be a little bit confused on the what's and why's when the why might even be a little bit more clear, the main why motivation on selling, but the what's can be confusing. So customer service calls, detailed conversation up front of understanding, like, let's talk about the goal, because that's really the what, mm -hmm. right, is the main goal. And when you got back, when you were saying wave your magic wand about when, I would also say wave your magic wand, like, how would you like this process to go? Part of the pre-listing interview, how, you know, have you ever sold a home before? Yes or no? If it's yes, tell me about that process. What would you change, right? That's part of the what conversation. Well, and the what too is like when you're, if you're selling part of that what is figuring out like, well, what does that next step look like for you too? Like at the end of this thing, like what does that look like? Because a lot of times like that will all of a sudden create this energy that we need to be able to see and at, the, at the end here. As we put all these pieces together, what you're going to find is you're going to have somebody that can make decisions. That's what you're going to be done with. The analogy of me saying, am I willing to drive 30 minutes to go get, to go get flour, to go get eggs or whatever I needed to finish that cake? That comes down to me understanding who is this for? It's for Sarah. When do we need it? We need it by tonight. What is it? Well, we need to bake a cake. Uh, where are we going to have this? We're going to have this at our house here. We're not going out to a restaurant or doing like that. How are we going to do it? I'm going to make the darn cake. Like That's what we're doing here to make this thing happen. I'm going to put the whole party on. Why are we doing this? It's my wife's birthday. Am I willing to not have a cake for her for this birthday? You start putting all these pieces together, and now all of a sudden, I can make decisions. If I'm missing any of these pieces in here, the chances of me having an excuse of why I am not going to move forward 
and just being like, oh, I don't know what it is. I just can't. Oh, it just doesn't feel right. I'm not quite sure because I'm missing one of these parts. And now all of a sudden it's like, does Sarah even like cake? Like, why are we doing cake? She hates cake. Like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not baking her a cake. That's one of the dumbest things in the world. We're going to go get some uh, chunky monkey ice cream there. That solves that. We're not baking the cake anymore. By the way, do not send my house any chunky monkey ice cream. My wife will love you for it, and she will hate me that I even mentioned it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I foresee lots of chunky monkey chunky ice cream. Chunky monkey. Showing up. Well, I actually can see this too. If you want a, a little cheat sheet for yourselves, if you, and I would start with your, everybody probably has one or two or more confused people or people that they feel they're unclear with. Make a little cheat sheet. Just write down who, what, where, when, why, and how. And start answering those questions for yourself. See what you currently know about your people and then ask yourself, do they know that? Did this information come from my assumption or did this information come directly from the client's mouth? And then you can see where the gaps are to say, oh, I need to ask them this question when I make the customer service call this week. You know, So for example, this happens a lot with buyers. We've gone through the pieces of paper. They have the criteria. I'm showing them the properties, but they're not making a decision. Why are they not making a decision? Ooh, there's conf there must be confusion on the what. Yep. On the customer service call, let me ask them if their criteria has changed. Let me go back and pull out those pieces of paper and show them and say, hey, is this still what we're looking for? And a lot of times we'll be like, you know, we talked about it. And I know Garrett said he really wants to have that five-car garage because he likes to work on cars, but he actually would settle for a four. Oh, great. Yep. <laughs> Are you sure he can't settle for a two or a three or a two in a carport? I'm just poking at Garrett a little bit. I've been told I can only have as many cars as I have garage spaces. So yes, we need the bigger garage. So yeah, we need the bigger garage. Um, these are the things that'll come up. So I, I can envision people making a little cheat sheet for themselves of just who, what, where, when, why, and how. Answer those questions for yourself if you have the confused people. And then you can maybe even use that on the front end. After you do a buyer interview, after you do a listing consult, just go and quickly review. Hey, do I have all the ingredients here to bake this cake? And if so, then you're probably good to go. And here's what's interesting, Matt. And this is why this became a topic for the podcast. So I'm currently right now buying a property in Texas. Uh, we're currently under contract on it as we speak, as this is recording. As this goes live, I will be a property owner in Texas, which I've been told by my fellow Texans. I am not allowed to call myself a Texan. I asked, I said, can I call myself a Texan? And they definitely said, absolutely not. So is there like a time limit on that? I mean, we have the same problem here in South Carolina. Like, I I'm, don't know. Like My girls were born here. So are they considered Southern then born and raised? Right. Even though I'm still a Yankee, but yeah, I, they are, they are really protective and I get it. I get it. So, okay. Might be where I'm coming from. Also, they're like Californian. Absolutely not. You cannot call yourself a Texan. I get it. But with this being said, it's funny as I was walking somebody through this process, and I and I, jokingly I was like, "Let's use me as an example." You know, I I'm I'm talking about buying a property, and I sat here and said, "Okay, who's this for?" And I wrote down, "Okay, my daughter Celeste." So I wrote down Celeste, and I said, "Well, when does this has to have to happen by?" And I was like. And this is where I started thinking. I was like, okay, so she's coming home from school. I've got two and a half months that she's home for. It's going to take about 30 days, 45 days if we find a prop. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> so I have to like, so I did that. And I'm like, so what is it that I'm looking for? And I was like, I haven't been to College Station yet. Like, I haven't seen what properties are available. I don't know if we're buying a condo. I don't know if we're going to buy a townhouse. I don't know if we're buying a single... 
uh-oh, question mark there, question mark at the when. I kind of know the when, but like, eh. Okay, where? College Station, done. Got that. How? Got that figured out. We know exactly how we're going to buy it. Why am I buying it? I'm buying it because I don't like paying rent. I'm going to make sure that we have a property there. We're going to charge rent to all of you know my daughter's friends, and I'm going to give her security for the three years that she has left in college that she doesn't have to worry about moving, changing her environment. And I know that I'm going to be able to provide a quality place that she can study in, do the best she can over this time so she has the best chances of being a functioning adult in this world. So I got my why, I've got my how, I've got my where, I've got my what with a huge question mark and my when with a, oh gosh, I can kind of see it and I'm freaking out about it, but I don't know exactly. This caused me to completely tune out on the coaching call that I was supposed to be focusing <laughs> on the actual person and helping them with their business. And all of a sudden I am in panic mode and I'm like, okay, yep, yep, great. Okay, got, wrap that phone call up. And I literally bolted out of my office and I went into my wife's office and I said, I, one, need to book a flight to College Station like now. Like, how fast can you get me there? And I need to get on the ground. We need to figure out what we're doing. We need to figure out what, what this all looks like. And we need to get this going. And I said, do you realize the time? And all of a sudden she's like, yeah. She goes, I've been surprised you're not freaking out about it. And I'm like, I am freaking out about it now. Like, Would have been nice for you to say something here to let get me moving a little bit. <laughs> so this literally I happened to myself. And again, when we say it matters who says it, I was having to verbally put this information out to somebody else. And the minute I had to do it, all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, yeah. I could have sat back an hour before that. And they're like, oh, you thinking about buying a property? Yep. Thinking about buying one in College Station. Really? How's that going? Oh, we're, we're, we're starting to work on it. That would have been an hour before conversation going through this then. And now all of a sudden I've got my, you know, energy just going crazy around it. Oh, and the why, and I'll tell you this real quick too. This also helps get in-state tuition as we move forward that. And I started to realize what the savings of being in-state being from California, because they don't, I think they charge more to Californians. I'm not, I got to figure that out. <laughs> oh, you're a California student. <laughs> you, have the, you have the California. Uh, yeah, your rate is. Tax. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I totally get it. By the way, I'm not judging. I think it's awesome. Uh, I totally understand. But with the with the why, I started to realize what the savings was going to be around that. And all of a sudden, I was like, okay, so the faster we can get that done, the faster we can make that happen. Like, I have things I want to do in my life. There are things that projects that I want to work on, and I don't want to have to sit back and be like, do we have the cash to do that right now? Is this a wise thing to be doing? And I'll tell you right now, the savings of in-state to out-of-state, that's going to make some stuff happen in our life that I want to be doing. That was another one that made all of a sudden me go, let's figure this out now, right now. Makes a lot of sense. Clarity is the key to success. And, and we've talked many episodes on different ways to achieve clarity. And this is, another, this is another very important factor that it comes in. And I think, and what, why we are describing it with these ingredients when, when people are like, well, yeah, but don't we have these processes in place that are going to help me skirt those things and make sure I don't miss, miss those opportunities? Yes, we do. But sometimes things fall through the cracks. There's nuances that we don't pay attention to because we do this every single day, right? And this plays right into the redundancy episode that we just recently did, where if you have this little checklist just to make sure, hey, do I have these ingredients? Did they say this? 
All right, great. We're good to go. And Matt, too, what's good about this is once you know this and you've had somebody say it, is that they have life going on. We have life going on. We got all kinds of moving parts. I've got two other children that are running around and doing different things. I've got job stuff that's going on around ninja coaching. We've got you know an event that we have coming up that we're planning. It's very easy to all of a sudden get caught in other paths, and you have an agent on the other side going like, I don't, I don't even know where they are. They haven't even. They're not even like connecting with me. I feel like they're not even like interested in doing this right now. They're just like, I don't know. They're just waiting. They're not taking this serious right now. And it's like, no, I just need someone to circle back around me and go. So Garrett, what is the time frame of when your daughter's coming back to College Station? When does she start school? And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, crap. Okay. Thank you for the phone call. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get going here. And that's our job is to kind of, once we know all the ingredients, is every once in a while, we got to put some of them back on the table. And be like, did you run to the store to buy that sugar like last week? Like, are we going to do this or like what's going on here? Because I knew you were hot to go and you ran to the store and you got that. You just start bringing it back. And all of a sudden, this is an issue right now, everybody. Everybody who's listening out there who's wondering how you can go and help more people through their real estate transactions right now. This is a missing piece. A lot of people are waiting around, especially in the marketplace that we just went through for the last couple of years where people were dropping out of the sky going, let's do something. That marketplace isn't here right now. We have people that are confused. They don't understand what the next steps are. They don't understand what this looks like. And your job is to help them find clarity and help them move forward. Not to sell them. Nope. Not to coerce them into buying. Not to be like, how am I going to turn the fries into a sale right now? No. Help them find clarity so they can move forward and and move on with their life. That's your job. And uh, if we do it right... There's a lot of people that need your help out there right now. So Matt, I'm... And I think that goes to anybody who's out there sitting there. And I've seen these posts in our Facebook group and other Facebook groups of, I have these clients. How do I get them to... You don't get them to do anything. What you do help them find is clarity through these ingredients, which will then help them make the decision that is best for them. And a lot of times that will be, great, let's go buy a house or let's sell the house. And sometimes it's going to be, hey, you know what? It just doesn't make sense for us right now. And we're going to have to wait. And that is then where you set the expectations of what goes forward, which is a whole nother episode. I think we actually did something on that too. So, And let, let me add this last piece to Matt, because if you talk to somebody and you find out that now is not the right time and you help them find clarity to understand that now is not the right time and there's a better situation for them than buying or selling, that is always shown me the best referral situations moving forward when they look at you and say, it's not about the sale for Matt. It's not just about getting me to sell or getting me to buy. Matt took the time to really understand what was important to us. And it was okay that we decided not to sell. It was okay that we decided not to buy. And it was so okay. He took so much time and so much care in figuring us out and helping us know what was best for us that I want to introduce him to all of our friends who are thinking about buying or selling. They should use Matt also. This is the opportunity that sits in front of you. So don't get attached to the outcome of this individual situation. That's not what we're here for. If you can detach from that and really do what's best for them, this is where big referral businesses are built. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an element of it. Huge. Huge. All right. Well, um, thanks for going down this path, Garrett. And I do want to acknowledge as well, a couple of days ago was Canada Day. 
right? So happy Canada Day. And I do want to acknowledge that our, our editors are up in Canada and we love them. And I want to acknowledge Canada Day, which is also celebrated with fireworks, parades, barbecues, and all the great things that we celebrate Independence Day with here in the U.S., which is fantastic. So you guys are all, you probably may not even listen to this episode until after all of this big, long weekend of celebrations. But if you're if you're listening to it in the middle of it, Happy Independence Day to our our fellow Americans and happy Canada Day to the Canadians up north. Yeah, Matt, thank you so much, everybody. I appreciate all of you for showing up today, being a part of this. If you want to go check out more about Ninja Selling, go to ninjaselling.com if you want to learn more about our coaching that we do. Uh, Matt and I, and again, we have a total of about 30 coaches currently right now that help people individually with their businesses in real estate, but also outside of real estate. We coach people in the insurance world. We coach people in financial planning. We coach attorneys. We have coached anybody that works with people on a day-to-day basis. We can help you with that here and we can help implement Ninja into those different uh, areas of your life. And uh, if you want to be with a like-minded group of people, go check us out on the Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook. We have an amazing group there, incredible people. And uh, we're going to be a little bit more active in there coming forward. we got some stuff that we're going to be putting in there. So look forward to communicating with you all in there. And Matt, thank you, sir. Thank you, Garrett. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.